We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Valued players. That's what Hargrave was when he came in. That's what Bradbury was when he came in. That's what Gardner Johnson was when he came in. So I'd love to see these guys back, and maybe they can keep one of them. But try to find the next batch of guys that is kind of under the radar for the lake. Uh, in the process of that, I definitely would like to see them keep TJ Edwards, and then we'll see how much he gets paid. Um, John, I know you really love Hargrave. I mean, it's going to be hard. It's going to be Hargrave really Hargrave is one of those few D tackles in this league who actually not only does a good job stopping the run, but he can penetrate, he can create havoc in a you know, quarterback's life. You can get him on the ground. That's so rare. And so other teams will absolutely try to pay him 20 million bucks a year. It's it. I think there's a similar assignment given by the Eagles front office to all of these big name uh, free agents. Go out, see what they're offering and talk to us. Let's try to work something out. And, and I think everyone's just dismissing this like, hey, automatically Howie will fail at this point massive task because he just doesn't have enough money to work with. I'm telling you, if he trades away twenty-two million dollars for you can get more guys into this equation. And and I so that's why I think trading Slay should be on that list of priorities right now. You think it's priority one? I, I mean th- other than signing Hertz. I think it should be no, yeah, Hertz is definitely one. Uh trading Slay it opens up so many new avenues. It gives you so many more options. It just just some freedom. And so, yeah, I, I, I think it's up there at the top of the list. I know that he has gone on record saying he, it's not that he wants to leave, but he understands this is a business. Yeah. I mean, that's that's code that, that they've been discussing things no along question. these lines. All right, let's go to the phones, find out what everyone thinks. The reality, um, the reality is we need to get rid of Slay to get more for our money this year. And it hurts, but it's the right move. What do you want to see how we do? Also, you can react to that um, that, that piece of audio from last uh, Friday's show from Marks and Reese when Rob Thompson, you know, he's not walking back the pull-out Zach Wheeler decision at all. What do you make of that? Mike and Berwin. Hi, Mike. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Great, Mike. Listen, i got to kind of disagree with you, Joe. I think both Hargrave, all three of those guys were known. That is the reason that the Giants got rid of the safety. Yeah, but they were undervalued. I agree with you they were known, but if you notice what I said, I said undervalued. James Bradbury just played this year. How much was it, Gus? $10 million, I believe. I mean, he gave them a lot more than that, Mike. That's my point. Okay, I just thought you meant that they weren't 
you know, they weren't known. They listen. They weren't. Well, they weren't. I'll tell you this: Hargrave wasn't known by all Eagles fans. Gardner Johnson was probably not known by many Eagles fans. The only thing most Eagles fans knew about Gardner Johnson, if you knew anything about him, was he was the guy that smoked that player in the playoff game, and there was no penalty flag. I mean, that that you know, because listen, we watch the Eagles so much, and we watch the other teams, but it's not like people are keying in on defensive tackles or safeties from other football teams that often. But that's now, that's. That's how his job. Don't you think the offense is still going to be awesome? Yes. No question. I agree with that. Offense wins Super Bowls. I, it's part of it. Defense has a hand in it too, man. I think our offense can be so dominant that it will make the defense better. And that's part of the plan. All right, Mike, give me an answer, man. What was a dumb idea? You got a shot to win the $100 gift card and the Trey Turner shirt. You know, I'm going to say the ghost runner in extra innings. The ghost runner. <laughs> Ray, do you like it or not? It amuses me. I think that's the best thing I can say. Listen, I, I get they don't want to position. Who was it? Wilson Valdez all those years ago yeah. in, in inning 18. Yep. Although I also thought that was a lot of fun. It was super fun. Um, I, I, it is dumb, but it amuses me. Okay. Let's go to Richard right now. Richard, you're on WIP. Yes. <clears throat> I admit that uh, Rosen... He did great last year, and he's uh, on a roll right now for this year. And Darius Slay, I believe what John said, Darius Slay need to go. And what would happen with that? We free up the time, plus we can pick up a quarter in the draft and uh, for the number 10 pick. And number 32, we fall back to, uh, to get more picks. Well, it's an approach. I mean, listen, good. I think there's a good chance Darius Slay will get traded. You're not going to get much back for him. But you'll get that cap space, and then it can open up for other dudes. It is. It was disappointing, though, it, for me, seeing Jalen Ramsey traded for a third-round pick. Yeah, because you know we knew that this was a possibility. That that is not the kind of return that I was hoping. I I think Slay is better than that, but that's the reality of the 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 free agent trade world situation. Yeah, and, and by that you mean better than a third-round pick. You don't mean better than Ramsey. So want to be clear. You said he's better than that. You're saying he's no, 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 no. I, I think Jalen greater value is unbelievable. Right, right, right. I'm just making sure the the value is not what I look. I, I I'll tell you this: if they trade Slay, it's probably for a fourth or a fifth round you, pick. You do realize, like, there's a there's a time when they have to trade him. They trade him before June first. It's a big dead cap hit. After it's it's severely lessened. So it so could be agreed upon, though. It's got to be agreed yeah. upon. But I mean, to me, you restructure him. I mean that that is a. That helps better than having to wait until after June 1. Man. Richard, give me a great answer. What was a dumb idea? $2 bill. The $2 oh. bill. I don't agree with that. I do like you have, the $2 Do you have any? Bill. Yeah, I got $2 bills. <laughs> yeah, but, I, but you don't ever spend them. Like, no, it, you it, don't. It, it, it's not a useful money. Well, it was when it was. As soon see, as I get one, it's like I put it in a drawer somewhere and I want to keep it forever. I agree with you. But I'm my, ecstatic whenever I can get rid of one. I'm like, oh, you'll take it too? Sweet. Uh -huh. take and, they, it. and they look at you like you're strange. Yeah. Yeah, but my point is it wasn't a dumb idea when it came out because when the $2 bill came out, it was worth like 20 bucks in today's money. Was it? Well, 20 or 40 or 15 or 27. I don't know what it was. Pretty sure it's only worth two dollars. No, but what, my, are you talking what about? I'm talking about is when it came out, the value of the two dollar bill is like the equivalent of today's, you know, forty dollar bill. It doesn't exist. You get it? You no, understand? I don't. Uh, you're an idiot. Then you didn't go to. Then you truly did get. You mean Stanford. as a collector? Talking about item. inflation I'm or talking as a co collector? Yeah, I figured you were talking. Oh. Yeah, I'm saying the two dollar bill when it came out made more sense than the hundred dollar bill. 
Because people didn't have 100 bucks back then. I got you. You get it now, Stanford? Sort of. Yeah, yeah he gets it. All right, I'll tell you who did not get it. I'll tell you who didn't get it. The, the, uh, the Ashley Graham-Hugh Grant interview. There was fault on both sides last night on the white carpet. What went down, you'll hear it next. Plus, we're going to get some more of what Rob Thompson said in that interview with Marks and Reese. Uh, what Darius Slay said in his podcast over the weekend, because Darius Slay would like to stay, but what he said about that and Ruben Frank at 7.55, a busy hour up ahead on 94 WIP. Here's what's happening at Borgata. Don't miss out on the action at Borgata's Poker Room, where great cards, lucky seats, and high hands bring excitement to every player. Open seven days a week. Excitement is waiting. Borgata is the ultimate place to watch the March college basketball tournament beginning March 16th from tip-off to the final buzzer. Guaranteed seating available at BetMGM Sportsbook and Bar and More. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Brought to you by Alexis of Cherry Hill and Mount Laurel, where the finest automobiles reside. Well, things could start to get very interesting NFL-wise in just a couple hours as legal tampering starts at noon. CBS Sports' Justina Anderson says the Eagles asked James Bradbury to give them a chance to match any free agent offer. Bradbury telling Anderson there's definitely interest from the Eagles. He believes they're waiting for what the market tells them. As for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler says the Eagles have made a strong push to re-sign him. Joel Embiid, 34 points as the Sixers rolled past the Wizards, 112-93, extending their win streak to five. NBC 10 first alert forecast brought to you by Window Nation. Rain expected today, a high of 46, currently 38. Beat the rush with off-season pricing at Window Nation. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com. To stream 94 WIP, tell your smart speaker to play 94 WIP.
right, big NFL as Ree was just talking about there. This thing uh, in about five hours happens. As I said earlier, I expect the Eagles to lose a lot of players. But that's what happens when you have so many good players and you, you have a lot of guys already under contract and a quarterback about to make about $50 million. It's a tough reality. Just got to try to do the best they can to salvage as much as they can. But I, I am bracing myself for the Eagles to go from having the best roster in football to, you know, not having the best roster in football, and that's going to stink. All right, 215. It doesn't mean the team stinks. It just means that reality stinks. 215-592-9494. Plus the Oscars last night. If you saw it and want to weigh in, certainly you can. Um, Seltzer, I know you're a big Oscar guy. You and I both. Rhea, what's your deal? You pro-Oscars? You enjoy it? I, I watch some of it. I kind of really just enjoy the um, the red carpet, which is not the red carpet anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because the, the in-segment thing, I don't see a lot of the movies, so they yep. don't doesn't work for me. Uh, so if, you're, if you missed it last night, the big winner was this movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which probably should have been called It Will Win Everything, Everywhere, <laughs> All in One Night. Seltzer, they almost won every major award. Yeah, it's actually the first movie to win as many as it did. So no movie has ever won three acting awards, Best Picture, and Best Director before. It's the first movie to ever do that. John, it's if, insane. John, if they had gotten the if they had gotten the best actor, they would have literally been, because it got Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, it got Best Picture, it got Best Director. It, was, it got everything. Jeez. And was I, it that great? What was it about? So it I is, never knew that I wanted to watch I, this Well, movie. I said it on Friday. I said it was going to win, and I said it will be the single weirdest Best Picture winner in the history of Best Picture I'm going to probably hate it. You probably will. I loved it. I think it's phenomenal. It's it's a, a sci-fi movie. It's about multiverses. Oh, I'm already Yeah, up. it's like, <laughs> it is nothing like this has ever won before. It's uh, it, it, like, steamrolling last night. And going in, I knew it would, but just the fact that it did is as shocking an Oscars outcome as I ever remember in wow. my life. Well, yeah. I wow. like it, Jimmy. You'll love it. Oh, yeah, good. it's it's super entertaining. It made a bunch of money. It's a it's a really popular movie. It's really fun. Wow. Uh, highly Why hadn't I ever it. heard of it? So it was a, a, a like kind of a little movie that could. It was like a, a smaller movie that ended up making a lot of money and kind of it was like a continuous kind of grew and grew and grew type of thing. Unbelievable. All right, other things from last night. I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a great job. He's really good at this. He was phenomenal, man. He was excellent. Yeah. He was excellent. Angela Bassett was not happy. No. Did not wow. win. No. She was. Let she me didn't tell even you stand up and, and clap, did she? Stella has got to get her groove back again because, <laughs> holy mackerel, was she not happy when Jamie Lee Curtis won that award. Uh, I thought it was really cool to see the little kid from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom win yes! as, as an adult. I mean, he wins a major award, so that was cool. Um, look, there, was there are lot- really cool pictures of him and Harrison Ford hugging after two going around. That yeah. it, it's really awesome. And you yeah. can tell Spielberg loved it because yeah, he was, he was, of course. Yeah, he was giving a big, cool. big ovation there. Uh, one other thing that certainly stood out, which was on the now no longer called red carpet, which is so dumb, by the way. But on the carpet, does it have a name? Champagne, I think they said. A champagne it, carpet. It's I was called? so dumb. Wow. It got so dirty by halfway through. Another, it. yeah, that was good point. Really dumb. It was so dumb, and and I thought I thought most of the people doing the interviews were horrendous. I thought that whole show, the pre-show, stunk. Uh, anyway, they got the uh, model Ashley Graham. She's interviewing people. So one of the people she interviews is Hugh Grant. Now, John, I need your ruling here on who's more at fault. Hugh Grant, who's being interviewed, or Ashley Graham, who's doing the interview, who's the interviewee. Uh, listen to this audio of this interview. It starts bad. It finishes bad. Um, he's in a bad mood. He rolls his eyes at the end. 
You tell me who's more at fault here for this last night. Hugh Grant, you are a veteran of the Oscars, and you've been here a few times. What's your favorite thing about coming to the Oscars? Um, well, uh, <laughs> it's fascinating. It's uh, it's uh, the, the whole of humanity is here. It's uh, <laughs> it's Vanity Fair. Oh, it's all about Vanity yeah. Fair. Yes, that's where we let loose and have a little bit of fun. Um, what are you most excited to see tonight? To see? Yeah, well, I know that you probably watched a few of the movies. Are you excited to see anybody win? Do you have your hopes up for anyone? Um, not, not, no, no one in particular. Okay. All right, so we're off to a bad start. We're like halfway wow. through. It's, it's getting awkward, but it's still salvageable if they can get it back on track. But they absolutely do not get it back on track. Well, what are you wearing tonight, then? Just my suit. Your suit? Who yeah. made your suit? You didn't make it. Um, I can't remember. My tailor. That's okay. Yeah. Ta- shout out to the tailor. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what does it feel like to be in Glass Onion? It was such an amazing film. I really loved it. I love a thriller. How fun is it to shoot something like that? Well, I'm barely in it. I'm in it for about three seconds. Yeah, but still, you showed up and you had fun, right? Uh, almost. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. It was nice to talk to you. Yeah. All, All right. right. Back to you guys. All right. Then he rolls his eyes. All right, John, fault lies on both sides. Who's more at fault there? Ooh. Uh, well, whew, uh, I'm going to say it's it's the interviewer yep. who doesn't realize that a cameo doesn't really represent much to talk about. So he gets it off to guy. a bad start with the first answer. He was not but in, I think in the right mindset thereafter, to be doing she this. She stunk. I mean, first off, you're going to ask a dude, like, what are you wearing? I'm wearing a suit. Like, I went to Joseph A. Bank. No, I went to, like, I don't know, Men's Warehouse. Like, are you kidding no. me? Like, what am I wearing? I don't know. I'm wearing a tux. I mean, some guys I'm not might a woman. be better at answering that. He was not good yeah, at answering that. But, John, what guy <laughs> yeah. would be good at that? I don't know. Some guys might. I I don't know. Come I, on. I, First I of all, not. don't say, don't agree to do the interview when you clearly have. Like, they know what all those, the questions are all the same. And secondly, she deserves an award for saying at the end of it, it was nice to talk to you. Yeah, so you're more <laughs> pro her, Rhea? Well, no, I think all those interviews are dumb. But why take why take the mic as Hugh Grant? If he look, he's a notorious jerk. I mean, there is there's nothing unusual about that. But mm. I mean, he clearly had no interest in talking. I her. agree with that. Seltzer, yeah. who was more at fault? I think the interviewer was. I, I mean, those were some really dumb questions. And again, to Richie's point, I mean, he really is in the movie for three seconds. Like literally, he is in the movie for three seconds. Like, do better. And, and when when she asked the question, you probably saw a lot of the movies. There's a good chance he didn't see a lot of the movies. So then, he, mm-hmm. like, I didn't see any of the movies. I just like I, didn't, I saw. Top Gun and maybe one other. A lot of people don't see these movies anymore. We just sit at home and watch Yellowstone and Ozark. Yeah, I have. I only saw Top Gun. Yeah, and didn't like it. So, all right, let's go to the phones. <laughs> if you saw the Oscars last night, went away in. Please do two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Also, this segment we'll get to what Darius Slay said on his podcast over the weekend about the Eagles. Let's go to Corey right now. What's up, Corey? Hey, how you guys doing? Great, Corey. Okay, I got a bad idea for you guys before it gets that. When talk about the Eagles, yep, uh, I think that they should try to get Huntley from the Ravens. What do you guys think? Sorry, who? The Hunt- quarterback. Oh, Huntley. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Look, I think with Lamar Jackson either out of there now or out of there in a year, my guess is they're not going to move off of Huntley right now. Mm, okay. Yeah, I think that would be a Seems hard like get. I really like him. Yeah. Um, yeah, but but I, I like the idea. I like the idea of having a guy that you don't have to change everything for. 
I just think it'll probably be a less tested, younger player who, you know, we haven't seen play at this level. Correct. Yet. Yep. Also, you guys think we should draft a running back? I would like it. I, I, I think that 30 spot is the perfect time because you, you've got your pick of the top backs still available, you know, not the, the, the top 10 guy. Uh, Bijan Robinson, but man, if you could get your hands on some of the talent there at the end of the first round, I think it's worth it. Corey, I hate it. I do. I mean, obviously they won't do it if Miles Sanders is back, so you got to figure that out first. But, but he's not going to be. He's not coming back. I no. don't know about There's that. There's just, come on. Look, I think it's unlikely, but I don't think it's a closed deal. I really don't. Corey, no, give look, me- the Brandon Graham thing, did that give you a false sense of we're just going to go re-sign everyone that was once a contributor no, to this team? No, the opposite. Brandon, Brandon, Graham, Graham, Brandon Graham got less. such m- a unique situation. I, I agree. He got it, less money. He did. Yes. He took the hometown deal. That's not going to happen. Like, mark that as the one time it'll happen. But my point is it, it freed up a few extra million that otherwise could have been spent if he actually got a true $6 million, which and, he didn't get. And also, Miles Sanders might not have to do a hometown discount. He just might not get money on the market. That's like, it my might just, point. Exactly. That's yeah. been my point the whole time. Corey, give me a best answer by the end of the show. What was a dumb idea? And, again, we're not talking about, like, the, the ultra-serious things in society. Something like the red carpet no longer being the red carpet at the Oscars. What was a dumb idea? The dumb idea was the Pro Bowl. It's a you know, well, so I don't think it was a dumb idea initially. That I got to say no on that because initially I thought you know you go back to whenever it started, forties, fifties. I don't know when it was. It's a way to have a these guys aren't making too much money. You have a game, you highlight them, you showcase them. What was dumb was continuing it for as long as they did. Well, what it evolved into, correct? Continuing it after it became like patty cake with your brother and right exactly. it became a trip to hawaii it was a joke and then they stopped doing that <laughs> you know what was something they stopped doing a lot of people probably don't know Rhea, do you know that up until i think the late i think it was the late 70s the uh or maybe the mid 70s the team that won the super bowl would play a game against college all-stars really mm-hmm. and who did they always win I would hope so. No, they didn't. We went through this. There oh, were a few years the college teams won. Oh, that's yeah, pretty we, cool. Because you brought this up on the Midday Show really? once, and we went through, and there were a few years where the college teams well, won. Well, I guess the college kids are trying harder? Probably. Probably, yeah. probably a lot harder. <laughs> a Let's go to Drew in Westchester. What's up, Drew? Hey, folks. Uh, so I got uh, three things that I would like Howie to do. Um, I'll go through them. Um, super, I'll go through them quick. And I'm really glad uh, Brandon Graham is uh, back. He's you know my favorite Eagle on the team, so I'm just pumped about that. Uh, yep. I'm just pumped about that. Uh, number one, I want Chauncey back. I think his best football is ahead of him. I think you really need a playmaker on that defense. I would like to see Howie find a way to get him back. Uh, number two, and this is secondary priority, but. I, in terms of talking about under-the-radar signing, I would like him to monitor the receiver market and see if you can find someone to push mm. Quez Watkins because I'm still annoyed at Quez dropping that ball in the Super Bowl. And a guy who I actually like there was on the Chiefs, McCole Hardman. I don't think he'll cost a ton. He's had issues with injuries, but I think he could be an interesting option as a slot receiver. Um, and then number three, I want him to move on. Uh, this is pr- assuming Kelsey is coming back, but I'd like him to move on from, say, Amalu. I think you got to trust oh, that Adam Bergen is ready and that Stoutland can develop, and you can't be putting that much money towards the guard there. Drew, I think say Amalu is the player with the least chance to come back. I mean, literally the least. Because he's pretty solid. 
And the Eagles do have someone that can slide in there, and they're going to have a great offense whether he's there or not. He's going to get paid a lot of money. I think there, I, honest to God, I think there is a zero percent chance, zero, that Sayamalu is. Back. Are you more mad at Sayamalu for the false start or Bradbury for the hold? The ref for the call. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I, I have no, I have no problem with Bradbury in the hold because it wasn't a hold. It wasn't enough of a hold. Drew, give me an answer, man. What was a dumb idea? Sure, I got a uh, great one for you guys. This happened uh, about eight years ago when Chip Kelly traded Nick Foles for Sam Bradford. Yeah, you're not kidding. You know, uh, that his point there, Quez Watkins, we need someone to push him. We need someone to come in and, and create, you know, I don't know, a better slot receiver situation for us. Quez Watkins' contract for next year is going to be $2.7 bucks. Like, McCole Hardiman has been around this league for a while. He is – his market value with the the site that I looked at yep. has him over ten million bucks a year. Yeah, well, so forget him. think about think about the concept of what we're trying to do here. We're trying to upgrade our third wide receiver. There's no way we upgrade it by paying like that. No question. And 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 so I have this sinking feeling that even though our third receiver isn't as good as it needs to be, that's the one area that we're just going to kind of let slide on the offensive side of things this I agree. year. Yep, I agree. There's no way with Dallas Goddard being such a priority through the air and our top two wide receivers being so good that we spend at all for this position. Yeah, I so think they're going to look hope. for a kid who gets drafted, Bingo. probably late, to push Quez Watkins because Quez is not that good. I think you could see a rookie starting slot receiver on this Eagles team. Let's go to Bridget right now. How you doing, Bridget? How you doing, guys? Good morning. Good morning, Bridget. I just, John, I want to hear your three predictions on who's definitely going to be coming back with the free agents because I love your predictions. I want to see oh. what your your wow. three predictions are. Uh, I, my gut certainly mm-hmm. wants Javon Hargrave, and I do believe they've given him that directive, hey, let us know what everyone else is offering. We'll try to, you know, span that gap as best we can. I think Javon Hargrave, because of who we have left at that position, is the biggest priority for this team this free agency period, despite the fact that he's going to make the most of these guys who are up for free agency. And that's why I think he's not the biggest priority, John. I think they'll make it work. I just have this feeling. <laughs> I, I think we're overdoing this. Howie's back is up against the wall. He can't make any moves. He'll figure out a way, especially if he's able to trade Darius Slay. So my, my, my moves, Bridget, would be trade Slay free things up, get Hargrave in, and then another one of those big names. We could, if we trade Darius Slay, get two of those big-name guys that we're talking about, and that's what I hope happens. I'm going to hold you to it and see yeah. if it, what happens. Cause I like your prediction. Howie's how good at this. Okay, well, best actor. he nailed that part with Elvis. Yeah. And I think the dumbest idea was – I think they did this a couple of years ago. I thought this was – do you remember, guys remember the shoe cam? Like they would come up and, oh, let's see your shoe. I don't. You don't? Oh, okay. Uh, that was, I, I thought that was like the dumbest idea they had for the Oscars. Well, I will write, I will write it that down. That is pretty dumb. Yeah, shoe cam. I remember the shoe bomber. Where was that guy that hopped on the – Yeah, sure. That's why we still take our shoes off when you get on a plane. Is that guy still in Guantanamo? I would guess. Stick him in Guantanamo. That's what we did for like 15 years. Do people get out of Guantanamo? I I think once you go in, yeah, you don't go back. (laughs) No, some people did. 
Some people. I just read a book on. Yeah, on I some know of that. that. Yeah, they've they've released. You know, books, some, but... people, some people got out of there, but you don't want them talking after they get out of Guantanamo. I'll tell you that, man. Woo! All right. <laughs> yeah, there's only uh, who knows what they say when they get back to the Middle East after they come out of Guantanamo. It's not going to elicit. Pretty sure uh, it's not positive. Yeah, it's not positive feelings. <laughs> hey, coming up in one minute, uh, what Darius Slay said about the Eagles over the weekend, his desire to stay here, but his knowledge of the situation. What Slay said, you'll hear that in one minute. Hey, Joe DeCamera here, and let me tell you this. Um, let me let me tell you, because I am very excited to have United Tire with us. They're wonderful at what they do, and I tell you all the time, get yourself to United Tire. Uh, look, you're going to save money. You're going to have excellence with your car, because here's the deal. It's not just tires. It's service. United Tire is also service, fast service, on time, save you money, all to help you with whatever car you've got, and by the way, every type of tire you can have, Michelin, Goodyear, Continental, and more. The United Tire owners, if you don't know, there are eight guys who came together a number of years ago, about 20 years ago. They wanted to create the greatest automotive experience that you can get. Let me say that again. The greatest automotive experience you can get, and they're always on hand. So schedule your appointment today, whatever you need to have happen with your car, at your locally owned United Tire, or visit unitedtire.com. Once again, that's unitedtire.com. Don't drive alone. Drive United. Well, we'll see if the Eagles are driving with Darius Slay this upcoming year. I would say there's a better chance than not they will not have him on the team. That, of course, would require a trade. Um, he's aware of the situation. He talked about it in his podcast over the weekend. Of course, if you saw the news a few days ago, the Eagles have told Darius Slay's agent, hey, you can go out there and seek a trade, which could, could of course, involve a new contract for Darius Slay. As John has pointed out many times, they could free up money for, for some other dudes. Um, but he's also a really good player, a really good player. Darius Slay talked on his podcast over the weekend about the situation. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Big Play Slay here, man. And I know what's going on, man. I hear the rumors. I hear all everything, man. I see everything over the globe, all over the Internet. And I just want my fans to know Slay did not ask to be traded. But this is part of the business. There's no bad blood against near one of the near one of us. Me or a, a Howie, none of that. We all good, great understanding, just the business part of it, man. A lot of guys go up for trade, you know, it got a lot of money, a lot of money involved in this situation. So it's nothing big, nothing too serious, man. This is part of the business, man. And I do want to finish my career as an Eagle, but we'll see. You know, we'll be looking forward to it, man. You know, got time here, but best believe I do want to be an eagle but you know if my job requires me to go elsewhere then i go you know i'm enjoying my love fun you know i got a lot of years left in this game man i love this game man so it's only right for me to finish off strong helps his it helps john that his mindset is of that nature it's not an nba player like i'm not gonna go here 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 because that stuff can you know, that stuff really hurts in the nba i mean at least his mindset helps the eagles and he's well aware he might get dealt he probably will get dealt john I mean, that, that's my I guess. don't understand what you're saying. At least his mindset helps the Eagles. This is this guy wants to get paid more than we can pay him. Yeah. Like, th that's the bottom line. I We don't have the money to be forking over. Like, his plan was, hey, I'm nearing the end of this deal. I need to, like, renew this whole, but like, that, that helps the Eagles. That helps the Eagles spending. trade him. That's my point. I, I agree. I think he will be traded. I think he's as good as gone, and that's why I don't like this. It feels insincere. This this What's discussion, about it? like putting it out there. Because look, he, we all 
are so attached to the players that made this team a, a Super Bowl team. Yep. He's one of those players. He was incredible. Yep. And now he wants gone. And, and no, no, is, no, no. He doesn't want is, gone. That's not that what he said. It's not what he said. He huh. said he wants to be he an Eagle. He knows he can make more money elsewhere. I think that's the bottom line here. I think he's saying it the right way, but the message is still the same. He's planning. He's hoping that someone ponies up big time. No, he's hoping the Eagles pay him hoping- and pull him away from us. I don't like the way that feels because he is a good player. I do like the way it feels if we free up more cap space and we can sign more good players, but that's an eventuality that we we have to cross that bridge when we come to it. Right right now, I just I'm amazed that you're just so uh like you're you're willing to just dismiss this like, "Oh yeah, hey, he's just being honest with us. That's great." The fact of the matter is, he's being honest about the fact he wants to go some place somewhere else. No, no, he's saying he wants to get paid he and he wants to be here elsewhere. Oh, but that's the thing. You can't say that and mean it and and it it can't be it can't be as true as you're making it out to be. Like Darius Slay, I want my Eagles players to be locked in to win in a Super Bowl as an Eagle. This is a guy who's locked in to trying to make as as much as he can make and and I, I don't know, know man. I know people aren't going to blame him about that the players especially but the fact is this guy's talking out of both sides of his mouth and we're just saying okay that's all right well look I I'd like to keep him I think there's a good chance he'll be gone you think him and uh, Bradbury text about of this like, like think of it this way last week what think of it this for a second what happened in New York last week really let's use the word screwed Saquon Barkley when Daniel Jones agreed to a contract with the Giants, it screwed Saquon because then the Giants could use the franchise tag on Saquon and they used it very freely and it limits Saquon's earning potential and his leverage in a contract negotiation. The Slay and Bradbury thing, there's, they're, I don't want to say symbiotic, but the reality is one affects the other. And, and, and it's amazing because these guys are friends yeah, and and just it's weird. It's a weird dynamic. This salary cap thing, and I I can trade you to keep you, but if I don't trade you, I lose the other guy. It oh. is it is especially weird now that we've arrived to this point because remember how he told us he wasn't going to do things the way he normally does during the season, where he's renegotiating some guys, you know, trying to get them signed right. to long term deals. So now he's just sort of pushed everything off, pushed it all down the road, and here we are sitting where he has not picked favorites. And so it makes it that much harder. It does make it hard. That Look, much more confusing. Ruben Frank will join us in about 15 minutes. You can weigh in all show at 215-592-9494. This is the final show we have before free agency starts. So obviously it's real simple. What do you want to see how we do? I mean, to me, I'd like to see him prioritize Bradbury over Hargrave and Gardner Johnson. Love them all, but I love Bradbury the most. I think you got to be willing to walk away from all three, though. And I mean that. All three of them if the money gets too great. And my instincts are the money will get too great. I tend to think the Eagles will get none of those three, although maybe one if they do pull off the trade, the slate, the slate trade. I would like to see the Eagles prioritize T.J. Edwards. I think he's a good player. I think he's a young player. I mean, it's not so much prioritize T.J. Edwards as it is prioritize the position. Don't turn your back on linebacker the way you did for 15 years. Keep this guy, you know, he's never had a major injury. Like, this is a guy they should invest in. Miles Sanders, I'd like to see him kept, but I'm aware of the fact there's a walkaway price and it's probably around $3 million. Plus, we haven't even gotten to Fletcher Cox and others, the backup quarterback. I mean, I'll go on record as saying I'd like to see him bring in Nick Foles. I know a lot of people think that's crazy. Why? You don't have a backup quarterback right now. I bring in Foles. There's a lot of ways to go about this. Uh, he's, 
Nick Foles is so far past his prime, yes. Joe. Like what what you're saying makes no sense at all. Would you rather what, Mitch, we're, what would we're you saying is Howie abandon like Howie? You need to do a better job of separating yourself from the past and what these players have contributed in the past. That's a player who has not contributed to this team in five years. John, he could be a cheap. And you're saying cheap bring backup. him back. He could be cheap, and he's nothing like our quarterback. He no I longer know. has it. Like there's no crossover. There's no carryover. So as soon as our quarterback goes down, you got to retool the entire offense. I would prefer. To see an offense that we don't have to retool. Remember, uh, Gardner Minshew this year, we're, we're saying, why are they still running Jalen's offense with Gardner Minshew? That was Nick Foles. That was, uh, that was Nick Sirianni's fault. Nick Sirianni should have changed the game plan with a different quarterback. Look, we'll ask you the Twitter poll question today related to Nick Foles, and it's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. What is the Armin difference? It's simple. It's their people. Well-trained, friendly, and caring. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. Today's question, would you like to see Nick Foles back as – the Eagles backup quarterback, A, yes, B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. Let's go to the Sledgehammer right now, Mark in Collegeville. How you doing, Sledge? Joe, John, what's up? Hello, Sledgeling. So, I'm going to jump right into this since you just announced the poll. As much as I love Nick Foles and what he did for this team for the Super Bowl, I do not want Foles back because he's not what he used to be. We caught lightning in the bottle with him. And I just don't think he can replicate that. I, I would, like Richie said, I would rather get a quarterback in here that can run the same offense or at least close to what Hurts is running. That way there's not much to change. Yeah, but and Sledge, so few of those guys are actually good. Like the ones that are the starters. Lamar Jackson can't, he's good, but he can't pass. Kyler Murray stinks. Like th- those guys are the best of the you know, have capabilities like Jalen Hurts. You're talking about drafting, what, a, a college kid in the fourth round with a team that might be able to compete for a Super Bowl next year, and if Hurts goes down, you want the reins handed to a fourth-round college kid? Come on, man, that's dumb. Yeah, but also, too, at the same time, you're talking about a quarterback who was a starter, and now all of a sudden, within the course of five years, dropped down to a third-string quarterback. I understand that. a third-stringer everywhere he's been, Joe. But, Sledge, when he wears Eagles green, it's a different dude. He's just magic. It is. Come on, man. We caught lightning in the bottle. Right. got lucky. So he caught lightning in the bottle in 2017 and 2013 and 2018, but he stinks. Well, 2013, he was also a lot younger, too. Yeah, but I, I, I listen. His arm's fine. He's thirty three, thirty four years old. He's it's not fine. putting on a Spider Man, you know, outfit. It's and what all it looks like, right? You know, he's great. Do you do you guys remember the last home game Nick Foles played? Jadavian Clowney drilled him in the end zone. I mean, drilled him. But Foles got back up, threw for like four seventy or yeah, something. Yeah, that, that was the last home game he played. I want the, if, if Jalen hurts. Goes off the field with an injury. I would love to see Nick Foles come Joe, on to that, that football field. That was five field. years ago. <laughs> he's, he's still in his mid thirties. Years ago. Oh, you're talking about the the most recent thing he did as an Eagle. Okay, the most recent thing he did as a football player was last year he threw for 224 yards in one game. In, yeah. to, in total, yeah. in his two starts, he threw for 224 yards. Yeah. Sledge, give me an answer, man. That. What was a dumb idea? I'll give you that, but, yeah, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one. And as far as the free agents, I would like to try to see them retain as much as possible, whatever we can. We're just going to have to get lucky with free agency in the draft, plain and simple. Uh, dumb idea, though, drafting Ben Simmons over Jason Tatum. Uh, no. Mark Fultz. Nope, nope. Fultz over Tatum, so that, that answer is not going to work. Charlie in Orland. What's up, Charlie? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, Charlie. Uh, 
how bad would it be if the USA doesn't advance in the World Baseball Classic? Uh, honestly, Charlie, I could not care less. <laughs> really? Whatever less than zero is, that's how much I care about the World Baseball Classic. I don't care at all. Well, apparently you do. It sounds like you do. You're calling about it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I care. Yeah, I do. Uh, Who's our skipper, Charlie? Who do we got managing Team USA? The the Rosa. Mark DeRosa. DeRosa. Mark DeRosa. All right. They don't want to get an actual manager. Is he a manager? They usually have like former player guys. Yeah, like Tommy Lasorda was the manager in the Olympics in 2000. Well, yeah, the WBC. It's usually like former player type guys. Well, what yeah, do you get a former really manager, a person who's actually a manager? Do you think you're managing these players, especially on the Team USA? Tommy Lasorda did it to a to a gold medal. Oh, Tommy Lasorda. were kids, many years though. ago. They were kids. That's, okay. that's kids playing in the Olympics. Yeah. This is professional baseball. So we players. can't have a real manager? we got to have a— I, I, How do you know Mark DeRose is not the next great manager, Joe? I don't. There you go. How about that? <laughs> did you see the Czechoslovakian pitcher who literally almost made show, uh, Otani fall and lose his helmet? He's an electrician. No. No. He struck out like like a bunch of guys. It was hysterical. Czechoslovakian pitcher just yes, sounds weird. Yes, I know. <laughs> I can't even say the word. Czechoslovakian. I'll just say a Czech, a Czech pitcher. All right, Charlie, go ahead, man. I'm sorry we keep cutting you off. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Uh, now, Mark DeRosa, he was a, a University of Penn grad. He played, right. he played in the majors, and uh, he's a, he does a lot of MLB. Uh, he's an analyst on MLB. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, okay. Good for him. All right, Charlie, yeah. give me an answer. What was a dumb idea? Uh, the Seattle Seahawks passing on the one-yard line in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And oh. the best short running back. It's a great, it's a great answer. And they did have to pass on either second or third down because the clock was ticking and they only had, uh, what was it, one timeout at that point. John, this World Baseball Classic, do you care at all? You don't care at all. I mean, come on. Not much. No. Seltzer, does anybody care? What's crazy is the players seem to really care. Like, I, I will say, they're playing hard. But, I, like, there's just no history to it. Like, I can't get into it because there's no history to it. There's nothing, like, you know, for me to latch on to other than just good baseball players. I'm just waiting cool. for the start of the baseball season. I, I don't need this nonsense right now. Let's go to Chris in Middletown. Ruben Frank will join us in about five minutes. Hi, Chris. John. Chris. James. Christopher. Rhea. Hello. Yeah, Chris, you can't possibly go around the horn when we have four people here, man. We just don't have time for that nonsense. Listen here. This, this, is, like, this, is, this is like when well, – uh, I listen to your nonsense all damn morning, okay? All right. Well, you be quiet. Let's say Pipe something down. then. Go ahead. Pipe down. Stop, stop trashing the world uh, baseball class. It stinks. There. Nobody cares. Weasel. Yeah. You want to smell? We put your nose under your armpit, all right? Doesn't fit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Play. Oh, let's get fit. rid of them. Oh, no, it, it fits. No, it, it fits. fits. It fits. I thought that'd be a long reach. You got there. All right, Chris, tell me you got something be- behind armpits and World Baseball Classic. Yeah. I'm going to carry Slay on my back. Get rid of him. Um, I mean, anybody who refers to himself in the third person clearly he does it a lot, is too. not intelligent and needs to go. Well, it doesn't mean he's not, intelligent. He's not intelligent. intelligent. He is playing that up, though. The, the third person. And, it, Joe, do you, do you like that? Do you prefer that? Well, I had a weird – I'll say this. I had a weird interaction with him. So, we, we I had an event back in around November. It was a Marcus Epps event. It was a cool event. And I think I might have talked about this on the air. So, um, I'm interviewing Darius Slay. We're in a bowling alley. 
and uh, interviewing five or six of the guys. So Darius Slay is one of them. It's just a little in, in-house entertainment. And so I say, uh, you know, joined by Darius Slay. Hey, Darius. And he goes, Slay. And I go, huh? Like, I was really confused. I'm like, huh? He goes, Slay. This is in the microphone. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, Slay. Like, what, I can't call the guy Darius? I guess not. He likes to go by like, Slay. I, I found that. So, hmm. Chris, I'll just say I found that very, it was very bizarre. Like, he, he, he rebuked the use of his name. Yeah. Darius. But, but he was invoking his name. Yeah, it's yeah, still his name. But I found it irritating. I mean, right, John? If I I'm say, not hey, surprised I'm, you found that I'm irritating. Jo- I'm joined by John Ritchie, and he goes, Richie. And I'm like, yeah, call me Richie. Yeah, that's what he goes He just by. took out the call me, but, but he was basically saying, call me Sly. It was stupid. Anyway, Chris, go yeah, ahead, anyway, man. Anyway, want, want him gone. Um, Hargrave, there's no way they're re-signing him. That is not how he style to find a massive amount of money free agent. In that, in this regard, what he's going to do is he's going to trade. He's going to bring somebody in. He'll bring him in for that second deal. Not in this case. They're not doing it. They don't have the money. Yeah, I think Hargrave's gone. Go. He's gone. I, here's a hot take for you, dude. Can we please get Jalen to sign his damn contract so we know how much money they have to, to spend it around? Like now, I'm starting to get a little aggravated. He's dragging his feet. They like, have enough's to. Enough, they have to have like the ballpark. I, I believe that they know. You know, approximately what it's going to be, but yeah, Chris, it is sort of annoying because it's point. holding everything else up. Like he knows what he wants; they know what they're going to do. It they can't do anything though. They really can't do. I anything don't think you're right about that. that. Well, for sure, maybe. All right, Chris can. Chris, do. give me an answer. What was a dumb idea? I I, I got to go with trading Babe Ruth. It was a very dumb idea. <laughs> There's no question about it. All right, coming up in one minute, Reuben Frank on this, a huge day for the Eagles with free agency. All right, let's talk about my friends at Window Nation. Have you noticed your energy costs have been rising dramatically? Energy prices have increased over 14% since last year, but it is not too late to do something to fix your high energy bills. Beat the spring rush with last month. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.